Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Juan Martinez with This Is Real. And Stephanie Rave. And uh, another exciting week. Man, I love, 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 love the radio show, the impact it has, the people it reaches. Yeah. You know, I, I've just seen a lot of people sending us. Now it's like overwhelming. Like sometimes uh -huh. I just fall apart <laughs> um, in a good way, though. Yeah. You know, like the uh, messages. Yes, just the messages. And now like the book, like I got a couple yesterday where mm -hmm. uh, people are just like people who normally would not read, read the Bible yeah. or reading the book. And then they're encouraged to read the Bible, yeah. you know, which has been like that to me is mm -hmm. like the best compliment you can give yeah. me, you know, it's like, oh, and then the. Just the letters. I know, like, we've been writing letters back to all the yeah, inmates. Yeah, we've been able to um, send some letters back to everyone who's writing us. You know, give, it, uh, give us some time. We'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but keep sending them in, you know, because we love hearing those stories and being there and, and sending whatever kind of encouragement we can. Yeah. You know, and then we, we love it because we hear in the letters that you sh you enjoy it so much that you want to share it. And so we're like, it's oh, really cool. that's even more like yeah, yeah. amazing because we're, we want to reach as many people as possible, you know. And I think the last few weeks... The, the the shows have just been super awesome because we were in February, right? Yeah. The, the love. And so we, we had like all these all the love guests. Oh, yeah. Love. And, but, I feel and then like we did like a back to back in the music. Yeah. Because they were stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, yeah. why y'all back to back? We're like, well, they were here. Like yeah. they didn't leave because of the whole the Arctic storm. blast. Right. Yeah. Blast. The Arctic blast. <laughs> <laughs> right. It got real cold and yeah. uh, nobody can go nowhere. Their mm -hmm. flights were canceled. So we, uh, said hey let's go let's mm -hmm. go let's go talk about the kingdom so yeah. that's cool even in the it was arctic blast appropriate timing <clears throat> i feel like yeah and thank you for all, all who support uh through all our social media outlets mm -hmm. you know we got juan martinez dr love page and the love wins you on instagram mm -hmm. and um just the youtube and yeah. podcast we read all the comments on youtube we yeah. love when you guys share them and let us know that you're listening or watching you know because yeah, yeah. we don't know <laughs> we yeah, don't know we, where you're we coming really, from yeah, we're like we write don't. us a letter write they're like hey letter. we heard let the show know. where yeah, yeah because you're just talking on the radio like <laughs> yeah. they ain't like the people are right we there so you're like you i hope you're listening yeah. you know it's a faith thing yeah and so i'm excited about that i'm excited about the topic today mm -hmm. you know we got some great uh, we say special guest mm -hmm. in the at the studio. You know, we have yeah. uh, we always got to give a big shout out to Marco the media guy. Marco the media guy. Come on, Marco Woo! the media guy. I mean, he is just you know he is growing. <laughs> you know, because of Marco the media guy, we're able to look hey, good on media. We had some threats, you know, to try to get him stolen from us. Oh lately. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brother Brian. Yeah, like hmm. Yeah, calm so, down. You know, we had to make sure we we just zapped them with some bolts yeah. afterwards, and uh, now we're kidding. We're kidding. They're like, did you hear that? They're like, we need a Marco the media guy. We'll pick another one. Yeah, and with us today, man, we got. Uh, Pastor of the Southeast Campus, Pastor Ernesto. Ernesto. Man, that's what's up. And then we have uh, with us also Generations Pastor for Get Rap Church, Mark. Pastor Mark. Come on. Woo. And uh, you know what? Um, we're going to be talking about today, and it's a great topic <clears throat> because I believe, like, all throughout the Bible, it talks about community, it talks about right. uh, discipleship, it talks about family, it talks mm -hmm. about. Um, sharing gifts. Mm -hmm. It talks about all these things, but that's not what we're seeing today. Mm. I feel like that's not what we're seeing. I feel like we are and we aren't. In the church, we aren't, I feel like. Yeah, and, well, even in that statement. Yeah. Okay, cause, so I can, let me give it for the church. I feel mm -hmm. the church is doing incredible. Now, let me, let me tell you why I feel that, okay? Not everybody that walks in the building, I feel, mm -hmm. belongs to the body of Christ. Right, right. Now, I know some of y'all right now, what? Yeah. I, I just really believe that. They'll, the goal is to get everyone to have a heart-believing transformation mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ died on the cross, 
uh, death, burial, resurrection, and ascension, right? Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> so I, I kind of get a little bit like, <clears throat> when they go, the church is not doing... Uh, I mean, like, the believers, you yeah. know, like... But we got so much church believers. bashing. Yeah. I feel like every time I look at... Social media is like, if the church, and I'm like, well, you do you it. You like, are the church. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 like I hear We you. are, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like we're out there, um, the remnant, There's, yeah. the ones who are following Christ, doing what we feel God is telling us to do. So I kind of get a little bit like, now I'm like, watch your mouth. Because mm -hmm. what happens is that you get a world that goes, see, that's why mm -hmm. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just kind of want to give that shout out out there that that the church is amazing yeah. the body of christ is just amazing there's a lot of people we meet that are doing incredible things that just don't put it out there every day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i don't got time for tiktok you know everybody else does you know but yeah. I, i'm not tiktoking you know um i but we are behind the scenes mm -hmm, you know we got mm -hmm. the whole uh we're still doing the prison thing right <clears throat> we're in uh right now 51 of them as we speak, yeah. uh, not in person, but through the radio. Exactly. Uh, in Austin, Dallas, Houston, all the way to the tips of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. uh, all of these things, we got the books that we're giving one per, I think so out of 106 prisons, we're almost, we've completed four, I think we're doing we two like, more. Yeah, we have like three more in the works that are about to get sent mm -hmm. out books, so. And then we're doing this huge thing. Yeah, I'm wondering if you're gonna talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, so let me tell you, like that, I don't know. It was kind of one of those things where, the, you know, the funds were low. And then, you know, I went to sleep. God woke me up at 4 in the morning. It was Proverbs 19 mm -hmm. that I read in the morning. When the funds were low and you read Proverbs 19 and it says, when you give to the poor, it's like loaning to the Lord. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's probably, I wanted to read Proverbs 20 that day, not 19. <laughs> <laughs> but I try to go on the day, every day, you know. Uh, I always do that, change the translations, all that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we're like, we're taking it on. So we're going to. Try well. We're gonna cover with a Bible and a book, mm -hmm. uh, four thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven inmates. inmates. Wow. In the so state. we're gonna cover the whole entire of state of Alaska. Alaska. Because of y'all. Because yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks to you, you guys. Thanks yeah. to you guys. You guys are the hero of the story. Yeah. So my thing is, okay, guys, let's talk about the power of friendships, right? Let's mm -hmm. talk about the world and stuff. Like, uh, Mark, what do you think? Like, when it comes to you know, you do generation so you do a lot of young people and so that's probably like your life message like mm -hmm. pick good friends you know yeah. one time you probably thought come on mom you know <laughs> right, you know, right don't hang out over there <laughs> oh man right but now that you're older what would you have to say about friends right i think friends are the uh the key point the turning point in your life because who you surround yourself with will determine who you become right mm. and so uh you know growing up i didn't have the best of friends so whatever my friends were doing you know they kind of influenced me to do whatever was happening around yeah. me right yeah and so the difference is and we were just having this conversation last night at our youth night you know uh, about uh surrounding yourself with like-minded people especially people that are pursuing god because i believe that if you don't surround yourself with those type of people it's yeah. gonna, you're going to be going from this group to that group, from this uh, you know mess to another mess. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and you're going to so, be trying to find who you are. Realistically, all you're doing is walking around exactly. trying to find your identity. Yeah, you exactly. know, and then you get tricked into a different identity. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's that's kind of like what I was referring to as far as people we know how to do community right but mm -hmm. i feel like believers forget how to do it once they become believers because we that have is. community everywhere else whether you were in the world doing crazy stuff or you're in the world just you know 
having a regular nine to five job. Those yeah. things like gangs, those things like book clubs and cooking things, those are all community. Yeah, but right. then it's like we seem that we forget how to do those things yeah. when we come to the Lord, you know? I think we long for community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we long to we be part. We were created and designed, yeah. you know? And I think what happens in, in the body or when we turn into and we convert, we get so sensitive to to um, flaws and like people's yeah. uh, mistakes and mishaps that now we become super holy and self-righteous or based on performance like you were saying yeah. earlier we look at the outward <clears throat> appearance and if we think about it in gangs or in chess clubs or whatever those things are minute they're mm-hmm. they don't they don't they're irrelevant because we're focused on gang banging or playing chess mm-hmm. or, and in this walk we're just focused on what are you doing and how are you living and then yeah lack of maturity correct There's a lot so, of immaturity because you're born again so you're really starting over in a different thought process yeah mm-hmm. so we magnify people's mistakes and we condemn them or we, we shun them as opposed to like really loving on them and walking them through it yeah yeah that's good man you know i was looking at i posted this morning proverbs thirteen twenty. it says he who walks with the wise with wise men mm-hmm. will be wise so, I mean, it really leaves no room. Is it like, if you want to be wise, walk with somebody who's wise, right? It says, but the companion of fools will suffer mm-hmm. harm. So, you know, what I thought that was amazing about that scripture, you know, I uh, put a little side note here. It says, you will become like who you walk with. In other words, your friends are, are a prophecy of your future. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I, that was from the crew message that you really enjoyed. But, um, you know, the part that tripped me out was, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Now, the, the amazing thing is that it's not just saying the fool. Yeah. Because you always think like, oh, you know, your mom, your mom tell me, you know, tell me, tell me, come to Anda. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you who you are. We hated that saying. We hated it. I'm not like them. But here it says the companion of fools will suffer harm. Think about that. Because you think, oh, the fool's going to suffer harm. But even if you're hanging out with the fool, then you suffer the same harm that the fool, you know, I thought that was. Guilty by association. Yeah. It says it. It's like, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So the fool jumps into something. That'll hurt them, but because you're hanging out with them, it hurts you too. Whether mm-hmm. you get incarcerated, whether bad relationship, right? He's yeah. cheating. He goes out there, you're hanging out. Before you know it, you're cheating. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, boom, party's yeah. over. Right. <clears throat> you know? Imagine, too, if like you have some sort of conviction. And because you're hanging out with the fool, now your inner man is mm-hmm. suffering. So you're still... You know, you're still oh, being you're hurt. Still, yeah, yeah, you're, you're still being, being hurt. destroyed. You're like, man, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, the Bible says, right? Bad company corrupts good character, yeah. right? Right. So it corrupts your inner man. You know, for a long time, because I was raised in church, I, I didn't really have, you know, good relationships or community, you know, because I would say, like, I, I didn't see or had a, an example of what mm. community was until mm. I came to get wrapped, to be honest, you know, that I just, you just went to church served if he served and then kind of like it was a little clickish right so it was like oh you know there isn't that but then i mean i would say for me the first example that i really saw of community growing up was um you know at the time my sister had just had a baby yeah she her husband stop right there stop right there we'll be right back (laughs) to the commercial man this thing is about to get real good 
Go get your copy of Juan Martinez's newly released book, Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. This book gives you the courage to face the storms of life with a new heart and mind as you journey through the pages. Juan Martinez ties in Holy Spirit truths with honest insights about his struggles from New York's street life to hard time in the Texas prison system to a radical transformation that saved his life and launched an impassioned ministry that's leading the lost to meaningful relationships with Christ. The amazing thing about your purchase of this book is not only do you get set free, but at the same time, someone who is incarcerated or in a program will also receive a book at no cost to them so they too can experience being set free you can help us reach our goal to cover 106 texas prisons by purchasing a copy at juanmartinez.tv on amazon or anywhere books are sold thank you for being the hero of this story come experience the love that will change your life every sunday at get Rab church you can hit us up at two locations 23221 Aldine Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373. Our service times are 10 a.m. and 1145 a.m. Or you can hit us up on the south side at 2535 Galveston Road in Houston, Texas, 77017 at 5 p.m. Not in Houston? Not a problem. You can watch from anywhere in the world by downloading our free GitRap TV app. We want to thank all our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach all the way from Houston to Galveston, up into the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin area. This show airs in over 50 state prisons and jails with over 130,000 inmates tuning in weekly hearing the good news. Help us stay on air by becoming a monthly partner. Visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free GetRap TV app. Yo, yo, yo. We are back with This Is Real, man. And Stephanie, I mean, we've been talking about friends. We've been talking about community. Yeah. And uh, your picker was off, man. You <laughs> were basically saying, that's what you were saying. Yeah. You know, when you can't see right, mm -hmm. you pick wrong. And yeah. uh, basically, you you didn't know how to have relationships. Mm -hmm. That's what you were saying, right? Yeah. So what, what was going on with your sister then? No, at that time, you know, I was living with my parents. And my sister had just had a baby. Her husband left. And so she had to move in with us. Mm -hmm. And... What I saw was that my mom had the church body of believers who came and were there for my sister, who they didn't even know. And they helped her get out of this horrible situation. You know, we're able to like, you know, you just had a baby and they had, I, I walked into the house, I remember, and all these guys were there that had just helped move all of my entire sister's apartment into, you know, either storage or uh, my parents' place, you know? And yeah. these people, they didn't have to do that. They, they literally just offered because my mom had brought up that situation to her church friends that, hey this is what's going on and they all dropped what they were doing and planned to be there for her you know that's cool and that was something that i hadn't really seen in um you know the churches that i grew up you know it wasn't something that i experienced for myself I'm not saying that they didn't do it to other people or anything like that but that was for me the first time that i was like look these people are coming together from all different walks of life to help someone else because they are showing you know christ's love so that to me was like you know the big kind of like eye-opener for me of like you know what that there is a body of believers there is people who love you without needing or expecting anything in return you know because so many times that i feel like that's um what you hear now in the culture of like well i saw because this it's meme, almost right that they were like they said something like oh if those people if you haven't if you're always the one who initiates like cut those people off it's like whoa 
Like yeah. that's then you're just doing a friendship or a relationship based off of what you yeah, get right. out of it. You yeah. know that comment, whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like think about it, man. Mm -hmm. That's so whack yeah. because you know it's almost like we don't give room for. Other, we talk, oh, you gotta embrace the process. Mm -hmm. You gotta embrace the process. Now I understand. Some people just don't want to change. They're manipulative. Yeah. They say sorry, but no behavior change. Mm -hmm. So they just keep doing, keep doing it. After a while, you gotta dust your feet, as according to the Bible, because yeah, you still love them, but you don't uh, co-sign mm -hmm. their actions. You mm -hmm. with me? And somebody's got a, a true friend will tell you like, yo, you tripping? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Already right. like 18 times. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you gotta stop already, or or we can't hang out. Like because you're gonna mess me up. But I, I believe, like, you know, I, I have put here, you can't pick right if you see wrong. Mm -hmm. And then we pick a... Now, here's where I kind of... I feel like we bring this into the church world, and then all of a sudden they get self-righteous, as you were saying. But we pick according to personality and packaging. Mm. Yeah. You with me? Like, like, when we were in the world, we also built community. Mm -hmm. right. But we built based upon uh, almost like who could destroy it better, like you know, like who, who, what clubs, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody went to the same the bars, promoting, the marketing, yeah, all of that. What looks appealing on the yeah. outside, but and was yes, destructive always. on the inside. It right. was very immature. We were, I mean, come on, let's be real. You weren't like, yo, you know, introducing to this person. And they're like, oh, what's up? You didn't ask like. You know, is his character good? Does he have integrity? <laughs> you were just like, yo, what does he what's look like, yeah. right? What's the first thing? Let's be real. You're like, uh -huh. what's she look like? Mm -hmm. You didn't think about, like, uh -huh. is she honest? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what you said. You can care less. You weren't even thinking that way. You're like, yeah. yo, how she look? Is she fine? Yeah. Come on, you girls, you do the same thing? Yeah, of course. Let me see what he looks like. <laughs> you got a picture of him? Oh, you got yeah. a picture of him? Oh, yeah. Now we're going to pull up his Instagram. <laughs> his Instagram. <laughs> yes. So I feel like... We, we got so caught up in picking personality and packaging that we missed what really mattered. And mm -hmm. then we complained about the relationships. And knowing that man looks at the outward appearance, when we step into Christianity, we're supposed to look at the heart. Mm -hmm. But we get so caught up in looking at what we see physically. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it defines our selfish nature. Like even that comment that you said, like, if you're not stepping out of self, if it doesn't benefit you, then mm -hmm. let's move around. Yeah. And I mm. think that bleeds into our Christianity. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not helping me grow or you're not helping me do this, me that, you can't be around me. Yeah. When God, Christ calls us to be the total opposite. Mm -hmm. He calls right. you to be selfless. So it stops being about you mm -hmm. and about the other people that you're involved in in community. Yeah. And when everybody's thinking about somebody else, everybody's getting mm -hmm. you know, yeah. fed and, and, and helped out. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah, every, they're selfless. Everybody's thinking about everybody else. You're absolutely right. And, you know, the thing that's funny is because w when you really start to learn, you know, it talks about uh, in Proverbs 27, 17, it takes a grinding wheel to sharpen a blade. And so one person sharpens the character yeah. of another, right? Uh, two swords sharpening each other. And uh, when you understand that, if you're the, you basically want to put yourself one around other people that are wise or sharp, so that you can get sharpened, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think a lot of times that person that's discipling you um, is gonna agitate you in a sense because right. you, you get what I'm saying? Like there's, in the world, everybody agrees, right? So like, oh man, you know, what's going on? Well, you know, my girl's trying to trip him. Well, 
forget that, you know, yeah. forget mm -hmm. that girl, yeah. you know, let's go out. Mm -hmm. You know, they say it a little different, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> they drop a couple cuss words yeah. and then they're like, yo, you know, F, F this, F that. Censored. You know, censored, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now I'm trying to figure out a way yeah. to get you to know. How do we say it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly that. Beep. Yeah, they're like, you know, forget it, man. Let's just go drink. And so you come in agreement. Because you're taking it almost like he's the one that's wise, but really mm -hmm. he's foolish too. So you got two foolish people blind leading the blind, and you wind up. So then all of a sudden you come to Christianity, and so you want agreement. So you're like, yo, man, da 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 da. But the person doesn't give you agreement because he comes from the word, and he's oh, like, man. I don't think you should do that. Now you get agitated. And usually the people that we need in our life, we run from. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be real, because yeah. they, they agitate. I remember when I learned how to do a calendar, you know, we have an executive pastor <laughs> named Greg Lucas, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, um, it was like a very difficult, um, I'm going to say like a year in some change. Mm -hmm. I did not like him. And I've told him, I mean, I, I just didn't. Yeah. I loved him with the love of Christ, but I didn't like the fact that when we sat down, he always had 18 things to tell me <laughs> that were the opposite yeah. of how I thought. Mm -hmm. But here's the, the key there was if I knew it, then I wouldn't need him. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if I knew what he knew, then I wouldn't have the problem that I have. Yeah. Right. And I always tell people that, I, you know, especially my kids, like I'm always like, son, my ways are higher than your ways. You know, what's up? You know, but I feel like, like a lot of times we want somebody to just give us the same. But if you know mm -hmm. something that somebody else doesn't know, then you're going to sound different. Like the, the spiritual side hits your flesh. Come on. That's what I'm going to say. Right. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Chime in on. So that's what the, the problem I feel it is that people, it like, it comes against our flesh. And when things come against our flesh, it gets irritating. You know, mm -hmm. I think if we identify what the flesh feels like or what the flesh desires then we'll see hey this is benefiting me spiritually hmm. and you know one thing that i that, that i feel is uh, important is that in community it's important for us to ask ourselves does this person love me like right. if i know you love me hmm. and you're telling me something that you see in me is wrong i shouldn't have to question what you're telling me regardless of what it feels like because mm -hmm. i know that you're coming from a place of love and your interest is to for me to grow for me to benefit, for me to mature in Christ. And that can kill a lot of like, oh, he, he doesn't like me or, or sure. ray, uh, right. flaring of the flesh. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, uh, exactly what you guys are saying. Uh, when I first joined Get Wrapped, I had been in church my whole life, right, practically, and grew up in, in, in worship ministry, all kinds of ministries. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until I joined Get Wrapped that I realized how crummy of a person that I actually was, you know, uh, and ha and especially joining the team and becoming a youth pastor at first, uh, there were a lot of areas in my life that just were messy, didn't look good. I mean, uh, you know, and joining, you know, under your leadership. Like, really? <laughs> you're like, just, you're doing it, you're doing it, yeah, hey, real crummy in my life under your leadership. I'm like, yo, what the heck? No, no, I, said, but I get under, it, I get it. So what are you saying, brother? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm joking. Before, you know, yes, beforehand. Yes, so, so joining your leadership, you guys, you know, help, help me expose those areas so that I could really grow. And like mm. you said, sometimes some of the conversations walking out the room you're like mm, you know you're like uh, come on uh, <laughs> tell the truth brother <laughs> uh, but I remember that end, I think I was Greg to Pastor Mark at the beginning because I was like hey here's this and no we can't do that and he's like oh it doesn't matter and I'm just like yo <laughs> but but this is like the ugly truth this is the truth yeah, that yeah, nobody wants to tell talk it. about get right? wrong with it and, and and this so, is real this is real we'll be right back hold on we'll be right back hold that thought we'll be right back I thought that is a good 
thought. Go get your copy of Juan Martinez's newly released book, Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. This book gives you the courage to face the storms of life with a new heart and mind as you journey through the pages. Juan Martinez ties in Holy Spirit truths with honest insights about his struggles from New York street life to hard time in the Texas prison system to a radical transformation that saved his life and launched an impassioned ministry that's leading the loss to meaningful relationships with Christ. The amazing thing about your purchase of this book is not only do you get set free, but at the same time, someone who is incarcerated or in a program will also receive a book at no cost to them so they too can experience being set free. You can help us reach our goal to cover 106 Texas prisons by purchasing a copy at juanmartinez.tv on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Thank you for being the hero of this story. Come experience the love that will change your life every Sunday at Get Rab Church. You can hit us up at two locations. 23221 Aldine Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373. Our service times are 10 a.m. and 1145 a.m. Or you can hit us up on the south side at 2535 Galveston Road in Houston, Texas, 77017 at 5 p.m. Not in Houston? Not a problem. You can watch from anywhere in the world by downloading our free GetRap TV app. We want to thank all our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach all the way from Houston to Galveston, up into the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin area. This show airs in over 50 state prisons and jails with over 130,000 inmates tuning in weekly hearing the good news. Help us stay on air by becoming a monthly partner. Visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free GetRap TV app. Welcome back, everybody, to This Is Real, man. And we, you know, Mark, you were just kind of on your mind. You were getting real. You were getting real, real, real. Ugly raw. Truth. This is real raw. Yeah. We have another theory. Whack and real yeah. raw. Real raw. Real raw. That is hard to say. But right, so Pastor Nessel, you hit the nail on the head. You have to ask yourself, does this person or do these group of people really care about me? Do they really love mm. me? And I had to ask myself that question, and the answer was yes. They genuinely love me. I've said it many That's times. Cool. Uh, they have seen me at my very best, and they've also seen me at my very burst, be- worst. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got it. It, it came this side, it's on this side burst. of the table. <laughs> best in burst. Burst. <laughs> I'm burst. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, That's no. great. I love it. I love it. I mean, at hey, my it very, made me feel way better yeah, about myself. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. At my worst, and you guys, you know, still loved me through it the way Christ would, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, you got, I just encourage everybody out there to be open, be transparent, be vulnerable, you know, because I believe that there's growth and vulnerability. The conversations that we've had, even with me, uh, there was tremendous growth that came out of those things. So. Mm. I um when I was kind of like experiencing something like that with Pastor Mark it said um I had read this verse in Ecclesiastes 4 it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls down one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up when I read that and I was going through my stuff I was like you, dang you yeah, know, I was going through some stuff I go through some stuff a lot hey, you know hey, come on shame the devil <laughs> <laughs> because, of, because of how I feel like I was kind of raised and as far as because when I say things like we didn't know how to do it in the church I'm talking about myself you know because yeah. I, was, I was raised in church you know so any kind of like ugly like what Pastor Mark was saying you didn't talk to people about that you right. just kind of dealt with it yourself you and God 
not saying that God can't pull you through things, but he intentionally like surrounded you to be in community, you know, like he designed that. So when I read that, I was like, dang, pity someone who doesn't have someone to pick them up. Like that's, that to me hit me because I was like, wow, you know, like how much more, like imagine if you took that in the physical way of like, you're running a race, right? Or you, yeah. you're somewhere on a you know, cliff, whatever, and you fall and you're literally there. Like they've made movies about it. There's yeah. no one there to help them up. There's no one Clinging there. Clinging on yeah. for dear life. <laughs> and so it's like, wow, <laughs> do you become that person or do you surround yourself with people that are like there to pick you up? Who are, like Mark was saying, who love you, who genuinely mm-hmm. care about you, who can encourage you, who can rebuke you and, and tell you, hey, look, you're tripping. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. not good. Let, you know? let, me, let me give you that scripture in the message. Okay. Because I, I have it here. It says, by yourself you're unprotected Mm. with a friend you can face the worst that's good can you round up a third like you got one (laughs) friend and can you round up one more he said because a three three. (laughs) stranded rope isn't easily snapped that's good good. and you know could it be you know that the reason why when people go from the world into Christianity now this is just a question and y'all y'all could be the experts on this but could it be that when people come and transition into this they're now in the whole a whole new world Mm -hmm. so they're thinking no problems right you know everything's going to be great but at the same time maybe they're a little fearful about building a relationship because the minute like maybe you know there's a bunch of imperfect people in the church yeah right and so somebody messes up and they're they they just blame the whole entire Mm -hmm. church Mm -hmm. and they blame everybody without really extending that mercy and grace and forgiveness that got them into the flock in the first place and so they more shy away from it um not really realizing that you're healing you know the bible says that god when you ask for forgiveness god is quick to forgive you but it never says uh, that he. It doesn't say and heal you. It says it says that after it says uh, that when you God will forgive you, but that you when you're around people you you, you confess with your brothers and sisters. Sorry about that. I just kind of <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's laughing over there on the side. I'm, I'm thinking, don't laugh. Serious like, moment. And so I am. Um, you know when you're you confess with your sins to your to your friends. Um, basically, you find healing. healing. Mm-hmm. So right. healing takes place. I believe. Um, what hurt you that you're trying to avoid is really over here what will heal you. And it makes life more difficult if you're not walking in that, like, living your life in that place of healing, at least for Mm. me, you know, because you could ask God for forgiveness, but then you never, you know, share with or confess your sins with a friend, then you're not healed and you're just living life and your perspective of things, all of that, like, (laughs) is from a place of something that's not healed, you know? Yeah, yeah. also, like, the enemy starts to set in. So, Fear, he mentioned fear, but fear. I also feel like shame, mm-hmm. guilt. Mm-hmm. Of you your know? past, yeah, yeah, all that. And sometimes people feel like, I think one of the biggest lies that the enemy tells us that we believe is like, you're the only one going through it. Right. Yeah. You're the only one. Ooh. Man, look at you, look at you. So we, we shy away from community because we feel like, man, uh, you know, this is bad and, and nobody's going to understand what I'm going through or, yeah. or they're not going to be able to walk me through it. But what Ecclesiastes says that we need each other. We need community. Yeah. I think the great thing about, you know, things like This Is Real and uh, the awesome, wonderful churches that have pastors and leadership and members who are honest and transparent, you know, that we hear that word a lot nowadays that they're like, man, you know, I really enjoyed this message from the bride. So this message from, you know, yeah, here yeah. and there is because it's transparent and it's real, you know, is that 
you can. It does Real bring that raw. guard down of like, ooh, I can't share anything because nobody else, you know, like yeah. nobody else has struggled with that. Nobody else has gone through it. And it's like, no, like even if, I mean, you see that happen in, in everything, right? Somebody yeah. goes to a, a store and they had a bad experience. They write a big old bad review. And then it's like, wait, like give us another chance. Give us another yeah, opportunity. Because this Because I'm person, in process. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. in process. So who you, you know, there's a difference between a person having no fruit whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like, man, this person, and they're there for like three years. It'd be like, okay, the equivalent of you see a mom carrying an uh, 18-year-old, you know, at Walmart, yeah. you know. Uh, and, <laughs> and an 18-month-old versus an 18-year-old. Because at that moment, you're like, dude, no. you're 18. You have to start <laughs> walking. Like, like at that moment, you know you're not down. You're yeah. not you're not in this because mm-hmm. there should be some type of growth. Yeah. Now, when you see uh, a baby and they're crawling, mm-hmm. that's that's growth. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. So so if a person and only the person who's really discipling that person would really know where that person's mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know because you saw a picture. Yeah. Because sometimes they judge a person because they said something wrong and they're like they got a year in. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like well he's not. It's not there yet, it, but I know, you know, because we talk about Lucky all the mm-hmm. time. You know, I know behind the scenes the things that he's doing and how he's grown. Yeah, oh, man. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to your eyes, because he still, I don't know, did something. Yeah. That you're like, oh my God, that's not Christian. No, that's yeah. not Christian for maybe like a ten-year-old. And yeah. that perspective is not even biblical, and it kind of feeds into why people kind of shy away. You know, I read. Um, the scripture in, in Galatians six one that Galatians it kind of ch- it changed my life and perspective on 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 dealing with people because it says you who are spirit it gives you like the mindset the perspective and what's going on it says you who are spiritual <laughs> in the spirit of gentleness are to restore he who has fallen away so it's telling you you got if you're if you call yourself spiritual if you say you're filled with the Holy Spirit then you need to be gentle in restoring people and restoration looks like bringing them back to Christ. And we shy away from doing that. We condemn, we shun, we point out people's sins, and the world does that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you gotta fight for your relationship. You know, I always tell people like, uh, you know, Ruthie and I fight a lot. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we we fight a lot for our time. We fight a lot. You know, we fight for our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we have to become like that when it comes to fighting for your important relationships, right? Um, you gotta have your relationship with God. That's, that's a relationship yeah. you have to fight for. So, like, he calls you a friend. He says, no greater life than this than one who will lay down his life for his friend. Mm-hmm. He says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Mm-hmm. So that means we're laying our... He's laid his life down so that we can understand. He loved us first so that we could love him. So you don't even love God unless you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a powerful right. statement, right? Unless you identify with the death, the burial, the resurrection, yeah. and the ascension <laughs> inside you, and that's where you see from, you can't ever love God because you don't know how to love God mm-hmm. until he, we love because he loves first. Now, when we say, I am a friend of God, you know, mm-hmm. basically we're saying that I laid down my life for him, yeah. but only Come because on. he's laid down his life for us and he calls us friends first. Yeah. So I think it's really important to understand that your friend, the rela- person you have a relationship, you're laying down your life. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, because he's laid your life, you lay his life, and you have this personal, private of your laying down life 
you know, this, right, this relationship. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really when you begin to see it. It's real hard to do something spiritual from a natural. You, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You have to die to, in order for that to happen. So I'm only going to love you and walk with you because I have that in a private relationship. Mm-hmm. If I don't, then you're just going to. I could say you're gonna piss me off, and basically, what's gonna happen is I'm not gonna want to talk. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. apply those spiritual principles because I don't do it privately. Yeah, what you guys were talking about earlier—the growth and the uncomfortability—like that's that's what happens when you grow. Like growing yeah, right. is not a comfortable, fun, yeah. exciting thing in in any kind of aspect of it, right? Like whether yeah. you're growing as a child and your body hurts, or you're growing spiritually with your brothers and sisters, and you have those uncomfortable moments. You know, that's what makes us mature. Ooh. Yeah. Look at Colossians 2.19. He says, He doesn't hold on to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and held together by its ligaments and tendons, grows with growth from God. So spiritual growth basically comes from belonging to the body. So somebody who is unchurched and doesn't belong to the body is malnourished. Mm-hmm. Is basically right. And I, was right. Look, I looked up the word nurture and it says to support and encourage. So it's nourished and held together. So it's to support and encourage. Uh, as during the period of training or development mm-hmm. to bring up, train, educate. That's that's really yeah. good, right? Because we're like constantly sense. supporting, we're constantly encouraging when during the part of training, development, because it would be like, imagine a baby like trying, yeah. you know, walking and he falls and you're like, yeah. you suck. Yeah. He's like, you're just never going to walk. You're never going to walk. Yeah, right. yeah. What do you call that? Yeah. You know, could you imagine if we saw that in a video, we'd be like, how harsh is that? Yeah. Well, no, what we do is we're like, come on, you could do it. You know, we're encouraging, we're, be, we're being supportive, right, during that training. And that's how the developing so I think a lot of times we have to be very careful that everybody that belongs to the body is in different age groups. Amen. Beware of going to a one-year-old asking him a 10-year-old question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You know, I think those those are very important principles. Yeah. You know what I'm it saying? It reminds me of when you were talking about the California redwoods and the, and the roots uh, and all yes, that. The trees, that, you know, on. like very i mean i didn't study any kind of like tree stuff but like very rarely do you see like she will a tree so next just, week. yeah next week i'll come back with next the facts week. Come on. <laughs> but i mean very rarely do you see a tree standing alone it's a forest right so it's a community of trees building each other up with the roots that are grounded uh-huh. versus if you take a plant and you just put it in a pot mm-hmm. and then it grows some roots and then you uproot it transplant it continue that tree's not gonna that plant's not gonna grow facts. if you keep removing it from it's surrounding removing it and then like so you were good. talking about the nurturing you're not nurturing it right <laughs> or you could just leave it alone and then just expect it to grow on its own Amen. but never so give good. it sun never give it water never get it you know like that yes. that's not gonna happen and that's what we have to do as a body like yes. those roots are important but the nurturing and the care is just as important as well yeah because the only time you move it to another pot a plant now i'm not you know Mr. Green Thumb. We're going to go back and study stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We're back next, next week with plants on. are plants. <laughs> Agriculture. Horticulture. Horticulture is plants, I think, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, we're, but yeah, but I think when, so. you, when you remove it, it's only for, okay, as it's growth happens, you're, you're moving it over or transplanting into another pot. Uh, so it could get bigger if mm-hmm. there's that much growth for it. So for me, when I look Come at that, on. I'm like, maybe in the beginning, you're like in some beginner classes yeah. and stuff. And even right. within the same organization, unless you outgrow it yourself and you just get so far ahead that mm-hmm. now you feel like, hey, I need to pass through a church, you know, those kind of things. And then you get sent out. Mm-hmm. But as you're growing, you grow in the area that you're at, right? You're in children's class. 
You know, you want to put the children all the way in youth, not yet, because you want him <laughs> to develop properly. Man. One thing that, because he brought up kids, one thing yeah. that, um, you know, we've learned through Stephanie student ministry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing that we learned in student ministry whenever we were uh, studying and kind of going with Gateway and stuff mm -hmm. is that they, I forgot what age, and Mark, obviously your generations, you probably remember, but they put a certain age with a little bit of the older ones. Yeah. I think it's fifth grade, right? Or right. sixth grade. So, okay, you know where I'm going? You can right. share on that because it'll bring them up. You don't, you don't put them in the kids class because they're, they're they've already matured to that level. Yeah. But they put the fifth, sixth graders in the high school Ooh. age so that they can then rise up to that level. That's it. And, you know, we're talking about growth and stuff. And, and I, what I find with a lot of people is that they get comfortable. They get complacent where they're at in life. And, you know, we're talking about growth. Obviously, it's a process that you have to go through, that we all have to go through. But what I find is not many people want to. Yeah. Right. They don't have that desire. They're just kind of comfortable where they're at. I'm cool with my job, you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And you never see the growth from there. Then you have other people that are like, let's just let's just get into the gym. Let's just get into this place and start, yeah. you know, putting the work in. And so I, I just, you know, encourage everybody listening like it, it's it's OK. Like, don't let the enemy lie to you and say that, you know, there there's no there's no hope or there's no other side you know <laughs> yeah and you know what we got we got a little time left and what i want to get into is uh just cutting off any harmful relationships and and the reason i want to end it with that is mm -hmm. because a lot of times and believers are like oh you know you almost like force somebody to stay in something that's harmful mm. they'll do that right oh stay in that relationship you know or stay you know stay friends with them i think there's a point where you have to say enough is enough. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Proverbs 27, 19, and the Good News Translation, check this out. It says, a mirror reflects a man's face, but what he is really like is shown by the kind of friends he chooses. <laughs> that is fire. Yeah. That is fire. Yeah, because they walk around saying like, oh, that's, I'm not like that. That's them. Like, yeah, because you don't attract what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, people, you attract who you are. Right. So, you know, I mean, you got to really think, if like you're very accepted all the time mm -hmm. by people who are really tripping, <laughs> then there there's a problem. They like you, you for no, a reason. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, you're, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they feel they could be. You know, mm -hmm. there's no conviction coming from your life, and I'm not saying you got to walk around going ah, blah, 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 But you know, look at Second Corinthians six fourteen. It says, "Don't become partners. Don't become partners." Now, with those who do not believe, for what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship does light and darkness have? So, talk into that a little bit. I remember you know, I when I like was like... You know, we, we stay in harmful stuff. I remember like in... Uh, just, just to add another scripture, when I was yeah. very young, and it was the first scripture that I memorized I had a little pink precious moments Bible if anyone remembers those you know yeah. and you open it up and had the pictures and there was a little I've cartoon one once yeah <laughs> it was a little cartoon you remember how in like in, in yeah. carnivals they had like the the horse or their donkey and it's two people yeah. inside of the suit yeah so I remember the cartoon being the two kids holding these things and it was Amos 33 how can two walk together if they're not agreed yes and it's like that's how we like I remember that vividly because it's like how can we continue to walk together and that's what our christianity is is mm. a walk I, I i just this thought kind of comes to mind like what if they they choose not to let go because they're still dabbing in that mm -hmm. mm. 
you know? Yeah, under the Some, surface, like, yeah. their their heart, their yep. the deep. It's still inside, like, I still want a part of this. I really want it, but I, I yeah. can't do it. But I'll just hang around with them because they're doing it, so maybe if I slip up, they won't see me do it, or it Ooh. won't be as bad, you know? Mm. Uh, because you said, like, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you are hanging around with darkness, but and you're not, like, it should be in a ministry. We're talking partnership. We're talking friendship. We're talking let's hang out all the time. Yeah. I don't think that's good. Yeah. I mean, according to the word. And then what's the sign? Because let's say right now you're listening and you're like, yeah, but my friend, you know, he goes to church or like, right? Because I mean, this is where it gets touchy, right? Because people go like, he goes after. I always think about this. You know, Jesus, John 6, 66. Uh, it says there's disciples. He says, eat of my flesh drink of my blood and then they all leave now he does not now i know we're all you know popular you know obviously it's biblical but everybody likes to use the scripture and they go he ran he runs after the one come on he runs after the one sheep that got lost now key word sheep that got lost it was a sheep in the fold that got yeah. lost. It mm -hmm. says, my sheep mm -hmm. hear my voice. So if you don't listen to Jesus, you're not really a sheep. That's good. So he chases after the sheep. Yeah, he didn't yeah. leave his 99 to go chase like a honey badger. No, because <laughs> like, yeah. it, yeah. it was part that. of him. Okay, yeah. they all left. It doesn't say, and Jesus ran down the hill. Mm -hmm. You know, he would have got fired as a youth pastor then. Why didn't you right. chase them? You know, <laughs> he, said, he, said, he didn't run down the hill. He ran to the twelve. He went to his sheep, leave. like, y'all gonna leave? They're like, now nah, we're gonna go. And basically there's a lot of people still today that walk away that are those disciples that left. You know who they are? The people who don't eat of his flesh, right? Read their word Drink of his and have a sacrifice mm -hmm. daily life for someone else, right? This is the same, it's the same concept. But just in case you didn't know what a fool is like, I'm just gonna give you these scriptures because mm -hmm. I believe they're, they're really good. It says, as a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their Folly. It sounds like fa-la-la. -la. Okay. <laughs> fools do not learn lessons from their mistakes, from the mistakes they make. They continue doing the same foolish things over and over again. Right? So the following is a partial list of a character of a fool. Come on. Look at some of y'all nervous right now. Like, y'all might have to cut some people. <laughs> okay, look, look. The following is a partial list. Okay, Proverbs. A fool hates knowledge. Proverbs 122. Mm -hmm. Takes no pleasure. No, takes no pleasure. pleasure. So, hey, I don't got real it Hispanic right no there. It takes no pleasure. <laughs> it takes no pleasure in understanding. Proverbs 18.2. So he hates knowledge. He takes no pleasure in understanding, right? You're trying to explain stuff to him that you know comes from the knowledge of Christ, and he doesn't like it. He doesn't want mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. All right? Uh, he enjoys wicked schemes. Proverbs 10.23. And rejects a parent's discipline. Proverbs 15.5. Uh, and it's quick-tempered. Now you're thinking, what? That's a lot of folks. Quick-tempered. Proverbs 12, 16. He gets himself in trouble with proud speech. In other words, his mouth is real prideful. Uh, that's Proverbs 14, 3. And he mocks, mocks at sin. Proverbs 14, 9. And he's a liar. Is deceitful. Proverbs 14, 8. So if he's a liar, you know, um, that would also count him as foolish. Yeah. Right? So um, catch him in a lie. Foolish. I don't want to go back to plants, but because I really don't know that much. But yeah, like, she, she said, I don't know that much. But in 1855, well, my the, family has a really green thumb. Not me. I can't yeah. keep a plant at all. But you got a green shirt on. You know, <laughs> I was trying to get into the mode. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but like in a I know with flowers, right, if there's a dead leaf and, mm. it, and it falls into the soil, you have to remove it because that dead leaf then poisons it. 
even though it was part of that same flower you need to remove it because if you just keep it there it's going to continue to poison the thing and then it's not going to grow you know so i i totally like get what you're saying you know yeah. because part of you know what we hear is like oh don't cut people off love them and da, 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 da. but like no there's some there's a point where if it's poisoning your life if it's hurting you and if it's not something that's benefiting your growth then you do need to remove you know yes and you that, remove you don't condemn oh, and like bash people yeah. when yeah, you like, remove them cut you can, yeah like <laughs> I don't <laughs> need <Proverbs>. you <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's ways to do that you yeah. know to yeah. where nobody ends up like yeah, hurt even in your walk because there could be a okay let's say you're i don't know let's say you're a teenager in born again years you know mm -hmm. let's say and i don't know what a teenager because there's no time in god right so yeah. it's just at the level that you accept the word mm -hmm. that you're living out is how yeah. your maturity comes right but you're hanging out with a guy and he starts like bro why are you judging me and because you tell him yo like i can't hang out with you because the way you get upset puts me at a place that messes me up right now now two years from now i don't know i might be able to handle you right now yeah. right now i can't because that person is not looking at that the other person is being gentle and kind and saying, look, it's nothing really against you. That's just where you're at. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with what you're at and how where I'm at and how you make my act mm -hmm. mess up. Mm -hmm. You're with me? Your salvation, not with yeah. fear and trembling. Yes, and I think that's important. And you know, I got to go to an apple orchard and uh, got to hang out with a farmer. You know, I've always, uh, you know, I asked the Lord and, you know, I asked the Lord yeah. and boom, he puts me, you know, so it's like, um, I, I went and he was showing me these apples growing on the tree in this apple orchard and it was beautiful right got apples everywhere you know uh, the garden I'm at the garden don't <laughs> eat the apple you know but uh, I got all these apples and he was showing me like on that tree like you were saying mm -hmm. but instead of the leaf falling it's on the tree and he would show me a little messed up apple and he was like pluck it out mm -hmm. so I would pluck it out and he's like just throw it and so he kept plucking. He's like, you have to pluck those. Because he said, you see these that are real pretty? Mm -hmm. He goes, what happens is if you don't pluck this one out, it'll ruin the whole entire yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no way. That one little one. He's like, yeah. Oh, and the one little one didn't even look bad. You have to know what yeah. it looks like wow. to look bad. And so he's plucking all these things because he's like, it'll ruin all these really good apples. Yeah. So that's the importance, I believe, of like pruning, cutting off. You know, not because you don't love them, but because maybe they're not ready or maybe they're not excited you're about messing you up yeah and i just yeah. want to encourage anyone if you're hearing all this and you're like well i've never had those community i've never had those relationships like give Build it a them. try like you know yes. try try yes. until like you know don't get don't cease in your trying of finding that community finding those friendships of finding those relationships that are going to build you up and help you grow you know <laughs> and go ahead Pastor. I, I think you're, you're right and you are going to make mistakes you are going to find communities that don't embrace you or that you can't relate to but that shouldn't stop you from continually looking yeah because you can only grow in community and stop running like the reality is like in the world uh, oh man that pissed me off you know you run oh that wasn't good like the reality is that everybody's in a process right don't judge someone based upon a season mm -hmm. or based upon a weekend or based upon four months because sometimes there's people i know that these incredible people that might be going through something in a season or something new for them or they don't really understand and they kind of don't look like what they look like but so they won't look like that again you know you got to give people that we got to really embrace the process mm -hmm. even in others right to embrace the immaturity that they have so that we can continue to walk together and don't be afraid of someone that's different yeah and we got to trust again 
I feel like trusting is very important, Mm -hmm. you know, and you only trust by experiences, right? Faith is the thing hopeful, the evidence of things not seen, but trust is experience to experience. That's how you begin to trust someone. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That was great. That was such a good, I like, let us know if you are like, if you're hearing this and you're going to give it a a shot, you know, you're going to give it a shot. Let us know. Let us know. Come on, man. This is exciting times. I'm so excited. Thanks, guys, for joining us today. You know, in this conversation and this Mm -hmm. topic, don't forget that God has died for the body of believers and for building the community. Become a part of a community and watch how your destiny is connected to someone else. Amen. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. Let us uh, know what you got out of the message today, what you got out of this conversation. Leave us a comment, subscribe, and, and hit the notification bell as well. And if you're looking for a home church, you can come visit us at getwrap.tv for all of the information, the location times and services. And um, you can also write us at P.O. Box. 671-626 Houston, Texas 77267 We want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support and if you would like to partner with us visit JuanMartinez.tv And we're going to end the show with the heavy hitter of the week. This yeah. week's heavy hitter is Maverick City with the song Jubilee featuring Naomi Rain and Brian and Katie Torwalt. I love that song and we're going to end it with That's, That's a Wrap. The Spirit of the Lord upon me I'm anointed to bring hope promise fulfilled in a moment still watching there's good news for the captive a proclamation for every soul this liberty is for the broken an invitation to be made For the free man singing, he's delivered me. Look out for the woman shouting, his garment made me clean. Listen up for the seasons changing, he's rebuilding everything. Listen.
There is true joy in his freedom. 